The following is a conversation between Bryce and Ray, Charlie Schwab, and Oliver Williams, all students currently studying at Drake University. To support us, please follow the Drake Broadcasting System on any social media platforms you use. And now, please enjoy this episode of the In Case You Missed It podcast. Welcome back. Today is Monday, September 18th, 2023. I am joined by Oliver Williams. Hi. And not Charlie Schwab, as she is once again missing an In Case You Missed It podcast due to illness. She's Um, bedridden. Yeah. But you are listening to the uh, 10th episode of the In Case You Missed It podcast. We're moving forward regardless. So let's see what you missed. Drake University is inviting a very, very historically famous guest to town this upcoming weekend. Oh. For those of you who are not aware, Drake University has an astronomical observatory. (laughs) The Drake Municipal Observatory, located within the Waveland Golf Course west of campus, holds public events every Friday night. These events usually include some sort of lesson or demonstration, followed by an hour or so for stargazing opportunities at the observatory. Now, I bring this up because this Friday at 7 p.m., the Drake Observatory is hosting astronaut Dr. Peggy Whitson. Whitson is America's most experienced astronaut, having spent a total of 665 total days in space. Oh, my God. In 2008, she became the first woman to command the International Space Station. In 2009, she became the first woman to serve as NASA's chief astronaut, the most senior position in the NASA Astronaut Corps. Whitson is now with Axiom Space as a mission commander, and as a side note, she was also included in Time Magazine's 100 Most Influential People of 2018. Jeez, that's pretty nice. (laughs) Now, this event is open and free to the public, which means any Drake student can attend. Per CapitalCityPride.org, quote, join Capital City Pride, Iowa Safe Schools, the Rainbow Families of Central Iowa, and Drake University in welcoming Peggy Whitson, Ph.D., for a fireside chat at the Drake Municipal Observatory on September 22, 2023. Visitors can expect an astronomy lesson followed by stargazing with astronaut Whitson. The observatory will be open to welcome guests at 7 p.m., with the fireside chat beginning at 8 p.m. There will be an opportunity for sky viewing at dark if there are clear weather conditions, unquote. The observatory classroom holds, if I had to guess, about 50 to 70 people, so I'd recommend arriving early if you plan on attending to secure a spot. Right. Man, this sounds pretty, pretty cool. I know there was a surprise in store for today's <laughs> Ikimai. Yeah, but I was hyping up this story, man. Yeah, that's really cool. I When you were talking about like 685 days, mm-hmm. I thought you were going to say hours. And I was like already ready to say something like, oh my gosh. But then you said <laughs> days. I was like, what? Yeah, it's it's wild, man. I mean, we have the we have the Bucks Bomb lecture every year here at Drake University. I mean, last year they had... Uh, Bob Woodward, who's arguably the most famous American journalist. But now, um, not even at a Bucks Bomb lecture, just uh-huh. at the Drake Municipal Observatory, we're having arguably the most famous female astronaut in U.S. history. Yeah, wow. Drake's a hot spot for right? famous right. people. I mean, that's crazy, yeah. Because, I don't know, I mean, this is going to sound weird, but, like, you think of, like, astronauts as, like, something, like, 
I was gonna say out of this world, but <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, like fair, something even fair. crazier than seeing like just like a famous celebrity like Tom Cruise or something like, because they've like they've been to space. Yep, that's just yeah. You can't even imagine that being real to yeah. me. It's honestly. incredible because I mean, especially when you consider the ratio of people that have been to space <laughs> to people who have not. I right, mean, it's more rare than being on an NBA team. Being <laughs> like uh, most things you can name, uh, there's fewer people that have been to space than have done yeah. that thing which is incredible to think about and then not even just that she's been to space but that she's one of the most accomplished uh-huh. astronauts in nasa history i mean yeah it's awesome and it's I, NASA. I was i was so surprised to learn about this because you know i i don't hear a ton about the drake municipal observatory it's right. not like at least my, my understanding is it's not a nationally renowned or really super well-known mm. observatory um in comparison to some other places so the fact that we are hosting such right. a such a renowned astronaut is just incredible. Yeah, I've always wanted to visit the observatory at one point, and now this is definitely a great excuse to go. <laughs> How did you even hear about it? Well, it was interesting. I, I'm, <laughs> I, I have also been wanting to go to that observatory for a <laughs> long time. Uh, over the summer, actually, when I was in Minnesota, we considered going to this observatory at a college in southern Minnesota, oh, wow. and about. 10 minutes after we left, uh, they canceled it due to rain, uh, which, you know, fair enough, weather yeah. weather permitting. But I've always wanted to go to an observatory. These, you know, you get a chance to look at the stars with some incredible equipment that you're never going to get your hands on outside of that. Right. It's, it's an incredible opportunity. And I was just looking, I, I think it was like last week, I was just pulled up the Drake Municipal Observatory. So I was like, hey, you know, when do, the, when do the events start? And then it's like, oh, yeah, you got this event this Friday, whatever. Oh, yeah, and next Friday we're having one of the most <laughs> accomplished astronauts Famous in American history. Famous astronaut, yeah. Yeah. And I, I honest, honestly, I haven't heard much about it. I know that the Times Delphic is running an article about right. it on Wednesday. Uh, so you can keep an eye out for that for even more details. But outside of that, I have not heard a peep about this story. Mm-hmm. Um, or about this event, which is a little bit frustrating because it's like, well, geez, if I hadn't gone out of my way to look at uh, the Drake Municipal event schedule, right? Or I think I think the Drake Newsroom had a little press release about it. Sure, but it, it's just hard to find. You feel like an event like this should be like advertised, right? And flyers and stuff like that. Oh in yeah. Yeah, or yeah, something. Now I did, or I did get note that they are expecting. A large amount of people to show right. up, obviously, because it's seating. Yeah, because it's not just open to Drake University; it's uh-huh. you know, to the whole community. Um, so that's why I put that note in there about arriving early, in that there's already going to be a decent amount of people there. So yeah. if you want to secure a spot, you got to get there ahead of time. I don't know exactly how long before, but like I said, doors open at 7 p.m. Um, so just try to get there as early as you can if you're interested. And I don't know, I don't know who wouldn't be interested in this. I mean, <laughs> Honestly, yeah. yeah, it's awesome. I, I mean, talking about big people that have come to Drake. I mean, last year when they had the Bucks Bomb lecture with Bob Woodward, I was surprised at the turnout. Like, Oh, yeah, that was a lot of people. Well, I mean, I, I, a lot of people, yes, but I, a lot of those people weren't Drake students right, is right, what I found. Yeah. And I was like, this is in the Knapp Center. It's free to us. Like, uh-huh. why aren't there a ton of students of this <laughs> thing to this? Like, we were definitely like a guy that, outnumbered. Yeah, a guy that they've made movies about. I mean, <laughs> it's an incredible incredible got oscar nominated films <laughs> exactly and i mean I, I even got to go up and like chat with him and get a book signed by him and I yeah mean, that's that's a, such a cool opportunity offered by the school and right 
yeah, it was, I was just, I was surprised at that point with how few Drake students were, went to that, and that was a pretty advertised event. Right. I mean, that, you usually hear about the, the Bucks, Bucks bomb ones. So. Yeah, they usually have like flyers around and all that type of stuff. But uh-huh. for this, I haven't heard anything, so I wouldn't expect that too many students right now are planning to go there. Um, yeah. Especially considering they probably haven't even heard about it. Uh huh. And yeah, they might have done that on purpose because they don't <laughs> have a lot of seating. That's true. But that's true. Yeah, I wonder it's probably gonna be packed seats, I would hope so, considering how many people showed up for the books bomb lecture that were just from the city of Des Moines. So yeah. Yeah. I'm sure it'll be a lot of people. I really am excited for this. I hope skies will be clear. It's, oh yeah. I just peeked at my phone. Doesn't look like it will be, but Oh, what's the weather look like? It's looking like cloudy Friday and then rainy Saturday. So oh, like boy. Well, we'll see what happens. Geez. Yeah, if if there's if it's too cloudy, I, I think you, you'd call it off. At least the stargazing. I mean, right. But either way, you're still going to yeah. look at the observatory and you're going to meet. Yeah, and, and yeah, they'll have an opportunity for uh, questions afterwards, so uh-huh. you'll be able to like, if you want to go up and ask a question. I mean, yeah, you'll get the chance. Obviously, there will be a lot of people there, but uh, considering the seating has a certain limit, you know, eventually they'll have to. I think I wonder if they'll start turning people away or how that's going to work. Right, but. Yeah, an exciting opportunity, um, and that's why you're listening in case you missed a podcast, folks, because we've got this info, yeah. and you're not going to miss any dope Drake events. We feed you the inside <laughs> scoop before exactly. anybody else. Exactly. A lot of people this week were um, very annoyed, uh, took to Yik Yak, took to the internet <laughs> to complain about the Drake football team oh, losing 70-7 to at Target Field in Minneapolis. That was a rough one. We were watching some of the game. You did? Yeah. Me and Tim, our, our roommate. roommate. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was not fun to say the least. He he doesn't like our football team. He <laughs> likes to like drag us down through the mud whenever we're losing. So Yeah. But uh, I mean we were in the lead at the start is what I heard yeah. from Yik Yak, it's inter- a rival source. Yeah, it's <laughs> interesting. Like Drake tends to do that. I mean, it, the first game of the really? year against North Dakota State, we scored the first touchdown, I believe. Or at least it was seven to seven, and then obviously ended like fifty-six to seven or whatever. Um, but I bring this up because I wanted to provide a little counterpoint oh, here in support of the football team. Yeah, you're our football aficionado, right? I am the sports editor of the Times Delphic, <laughs> um, and I think people are being a little rough on the football team yeah. because of the opponents that they're playing. Um, South Dakota State Jackrabbits are defending champions. Um, <laughs> The team they played a week before that, I'm forgetting the name, but they are also defending champions. And then obviously North Dakota State is, I believe, ranked top 20 in the nation in terms of football teams. And, you know, they compete for the wow. national championship. Obviously uh, not as high as teams like Auburn, uh, Alabama, but they're up there. So Drake University is obviously not anywhere near the same level as these teams. And I think right. that going into at least the North Dakota game and the South Dakota game, we knew that it was going to be a blowout. <laughs> Lost I mean, cause, yeah. yeah. I mean, we we played North Dakota State a couple times, and it's been blowouts, and you kind of expect that. And I, I I'll say this with a grain of salt, but a mm-hmm. lot of universities uh, get paid to play those like by the other universities to yeah. play them as kind of a kickoff point for their team. Like for a state like North Dakota, and again, the grain of salt, because this isn't 100% confirmed, but I know uh-huh. that a lot of universities like North Dakota State pay universities like Drake University with a lower-level football team uh-huh. uh, to play them in the first game of the season right. or one of the opening games. Yeah, opening game, target field. It's just a <laughs> massive field in the 
city of Minneapolis. I mean, that's a huge game for them. They definitely don't want to lose that. And, yeah. Yeah. Now, the other thing I'll bring up is that we are in the Pioneer Football League, uh, which is a Division One league, um, but it is separate from what North Dakota State is in, South Dakota State. Those were not conference games, which means they weren't really technically they, – they don't really matter to our season. So even though we're 0-3 – Honestly, we're more like O and O because our first <laughs> we have a bye week this upcoming weekend, nice. and then the week after that we start uh, conference play in the Pioneer Football League, which is where the games actually matter because yep. in that league we're playing for the championship for playoffs, whatever. Okay. But playing a team like North Dakota State, it has no playoff implications for us. It has no, you know, long term implications. Sure. So, again. Lay off the football team a little bit. <laughs> Give I mean, them a chance, guys. Yeah, I, I, a lot of people are saying, you know, season's over. In my opinion, the season hasn't really started yet. Uh-huh. Um, I've seen a lot of great things from the team. I mean, I'm a big football guy. Mm-hmm. I love watching NFL football. I don't watch a ton of collegiate football, but I do watch the Drake University football team. I try to get every one of their games. And already this season, even though the scores haven't exactly shown it, our offensive decision-making by quarterback Luke Bailey – who yep. I believe started the last three games of last season, went mm. 3-0 and in those games. Um, Weren't those like some of the only wins we got that Yeah, we, I think we were 3-8 and eight on the year. <laughs> so, so when Luke Bailey came in and started those three games, we won all three. Um, and that's because the offense was just able to move better. Our defense last year was not that much of an issue. Uh-huh. We held a lot of teams to around you know, 14, 20 points. But I believe... Um, and, you know, I wrote an article about this last year, so my memory might be a little bit off, but we scored 14 points or more very few times last season, hmm. um, or a very low number of times last season. So this season, you're already seeing the offense move better, better decision-making by the quarterback. I know Luke Bailey made some very impressive throws in our only home game uh, of this season in which it was a very, very, very close game. Uh, against mm-hmm. that uh, defending champion school in our second game of the season. I know you were there, Oliver. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that was a close game. There was a lot of good that came out of that game. But I think that people are going to be surprised when Drake University comes to play uh, in two weeks to start out the Pioneer Football League conference play. I think people are going to be surprised by what they do. And I think that they have a chance to actually yeah. win a good amount of games uh, considering we ended Pioneer Football League play three and zero last season, <laughs> yep. I think we that's can. a good way to work. Yeah, <laughs> I think we can end uh, over five hundred this year, and I think we have a fair shot at actually making a push uh, for the championship with this revamped roster. And I think that people have to take these last three games with a very, very large grain of salt. Right. All right. That's making me excited. I like your <laughs> argument. Yeah. yeah. I'm. I don't like beating up my own team. I don't like uh, going to Yik Yak <laughs> and saying, "What the hell are you guys doing?" Even yeah, though, like, yeah. we're not—we don't have a good football team. We're not known for our football team, but yeah. I like to see them try their best because they seem like good people. <laughs> it's interesting. We we kind of used to be known for our football team. Oh, really? Um, <laughs> well, way back when in the John D. Bright oh, days, of course, our football team was a lot more competitive and a lot more highly regarded. Right. Um, I don't know. At some point. Yeah. For listeners here uh, who have not heard, we had a podcast last year that talked about the John D. Bright uh, story at Drake University. He was a very, very famous football player at the college level. Legendary. Yeah, very legendary. Um, 
was an amazing player, has an amazing story. Check it out if you get a chance. Check out that episode if you don't want to read about it and you just want to listen about it. <laughs> uh, listen to it. But, yeah, no, the Drake football team has not always been the way they are right now. I yeah. think that our uh, our team has been a little bit of a rut for a while now mm-hmm. um, under head coach Todd Stepsis, <laughs> who I don't think is a terrible head coach. He's got a, He's got a defensive mind, huh. um, which is – arguably been a catalyst for a lot of the offensive issues we've had since I've been at Drake, which is now my third year, um, because he was the defensive coordinator before taking the head coaching role. And I believe he won an award as a defensive coordinator when he was defensive coordinator and now obviously the head coach. And the issue over the past few years has been the offense and an inability to score a lot Uh of points, uh, which we've seen (laughs) – that is a problem. <laughs> <laughs> Which we've seen time and time again. But I'm really excited about the Luke Bailey uh, situation, him starting at quarterback. Yeah. They moved Ian Corwin, who was the past starting quarterback, to wide receiver this year. And he's already got a few touchdowns to his name. So who knows, man? I'm excited for the <laughs> season. I think people are kind of griping on him too much. Uh, yeah. I'm calling it now. Drake oh. University football will finish above 500. If I had to guess their record, I would say 8-3. and three. Wow. Reverse of last year. Let's go. Yeah. I've, yeah, I mean, Luke Bailey, that just sounds like kind of a pro name. <laughs> I'd like that out of Jersey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm ready for him to be our uh, next Drake football legend. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. In other words, in the sports world, oh. and this is just a today thing, Drake <laughs> University was featured at number one at SportsCenter's uh, top ten plays what? Uh, of college sports. Number one? Number one. <laughs> we had a highlight in the women's soccer game. On, I believe it was Sunday. Yeah, I mean, I heard that uh, from our yeah. room. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny because I was actually playing in an intramural soccer game <laughs> at the exact same time that this women's soccer game was going on. Um, we had a throw-in where our player did a front flip while they threw the ball in. A lot of uh, soccer, you don't see it often, but every once in a while players will do that because it really helps you get a ton of like forward momentum on the ball and you can throw it way further than if you're just standing still. Um, So they get a little bit of a running start. Wait, so they, like, throw it over their head? Well, they get a running start, and then they, like, front flip so that they can just kind of, like, flip around and just launch it like a catapult. Okay, but, like, so the ball is, like, between their feet? No, you have on a throw-in, you have to throw it in over your head like this. Oh, I don't know a whole lot about soccer. (laughs) (laughs) Imagine this throwing the ball in from the out-of-bounds line, but... At the end of a front flip. Okay, yeah. Um, and it gets a ton of extra length on That's the throw. Cool. Yeah. But the reason it made number one is because she did it and it scored. <laughs> she threw it into the net. Oh, my from, God. If I had to guess, about 40 to 50 yards away. Right. Um, wow. Right into the top of the net. And it was, <laughs> it was just inc- so unexpected, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah, it was an incredible, incredible play. I got to check that out. Yeah, it's awesome. So if you get it, I think Drake University actually reposted it to their Instagram story today. And that's how I saw it. Yeah. Was the goalie like trying to defend it? Yeah, they tried. It, it's one like, of those, or was it just like, was the goalie just like looking off the other well, direction? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's funny. When I watched the replay, it almost looked like the goalie um, was distracted because there was a Drake player who was like right next to them and was kind of like, elbowing him a little bit to oh, try man. and like get positioning for a header yeah um so then the goalies like trying to reposition themselves and by sure. the time they look up there's a ball coming right from the back <laughs> of the net because on a throwing you'd never expect no. that so y- she isn't like actively waiting for that uh but yeah the drake women's soccer team won 
two to one. It was against the University awesome. of Northern Iowa. So the <laughs> throw in <laughs> the throw in goal uh, was all that much more special, and it was also the uh, first game of league play. So the team starts out one to zero on the season. This year, I don't really. I'm half business, half graph design, so I don't get a, have to buy a lot of textbooks for my classes. But this year, I did have the uh, unfortunate responsibility of purchasing an online textbook, which I don't mind most of the time. But like for this class, it's like you're never going to be reading the textbook. It's just every once in a while, the teacher's going to tell you like, "Oh, you need to. You can't do the homework unless you look at this one problem from the book." So that just got me thinking about how the fact that there are a lot of textbooks that are just so overpriced. I mean, it's all that I hear from my roommates and my friends that I know that are in other majors, such as like health and pharmacy. I'm sure you've had like a lot of experience like having to buy overpriced textbooks. Oh, yeah. I mean, in the business school, like every class has a required textbook with quotation (laughs) marks. Um, and, And this semester, I haven't bought any. I just didn't buy them. Like, like I, uh, there was, there's one that I'm actually reading because I've had so much experience at Drake where they put it as required in the syllabus and then you never actually end up having to read it. Um, sure. As long as you just pay attention in class and do some research on your own to be ready for the exam. Uh, a lot of these, you know, $150 textbooks, you don't actually have to buy. Like even in our statistics class. Right. Like, Which uh, was the class I was referring to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was, it was only like a $40 PDF, I think. Yeah which is not that bad. But the uh, website that I found it on was Anna's-Archive because, you know, uh, there was that Z-Lib, Z-Library. Yeah, I used that freshman year. Right, which we I think we talked about in one episode that's gone now. Mm-hmm. So, so sad. Yeah, you have to find alternatives. I think a lot <laughs> of people were kind of scrambling because most people I talked to back then, everybody used Z-Lib. Yeah. Like, it was like it was national news when that thing <laughs> shut down. It was exactly. like the Library of Alexandria burning mm-hmm. <laughs> for college students. Yeah. So. If anybody needs any free textbooks, just you know where to find me. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, what's the what's the website called? It's, uh, you found that out. Anna's A N N A S dash archive dot org. Nice. Thank you for listening to this conversation. To support this podcast, please follow the Drake Broadcasting System on any social media platforms you use.